Welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Big win last night for the Nashville Predators as they get a much-needed two points win. An overtime victory on a a shot that wasn't even supposed to be a shot, Mo. Legit, dude. Ryan Johansson was trying to go back door, and it just so happened to get deflected. Goes into the net. Preds win. <laughs> You'd rather be lucky than good, right? Sometimes, sometimes. So, uh, I'm curious, you know, if the radio play-by-play uh, voice was sur- as surprised as Ryan Johansson was that that puck went in, and mm-hmm. we we're joined now by Pete Weber, who is in fact the radio play-by-play voice. Pete. Uh, was it surprising to you to see that one go in? Well, the way the game had gone to that point, guys, and the Predators and the Sharks both had so many just gorgeous scoring opportunities that they could not convert, I'd have to say I'd be surprised if any. I was actually anticipating <laughs> that it was going to be a shootout. And Mark Borowiecki, broken mouth and all, after getting cross-checked in the face on Sunday afternoon in Pittsburgh, that he would be the last shooter in the shootout and he'd go down and make some glorious behind-the-back move and win the game that way. So in, in that sense, I guess I was surprised. But the way that uh, Johansson and Eckholm have been working together, uh, not shocked, certainly. Well, you know, I, I, I was, after UC's uh, miracle save, I was just sure Which one? that. <laughs> well, the, the the last one where he did the entire splits yes. from post to post. He looked like Harmon Killebrew there, didn't he, Mo? I, I, <laughs> it was, I, I like the way you referenced me on that one since you know Chris didn't see him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's that. I, I mean, you know, it just felt like the, the Preds were finally destined to get one to go their way. It did seem that way. And, and there was, you know, both games over the weekend where they got just one point out of a possible four. Both games, they probably played well enough to deserve to win. Last night, they definitely did, and finally, it came through for them. But it was almost like uh, somebody had put a, a top on the basketball rim like they seemed to do in the fourth quarter last night uh, for the Clippers. Yeah, outshot um, San Jose 41-25. Didn't yeah. go to the box, uh, but for 16 minutes, which is – that's the type of thing that has to happen for Nashville for them to be successful uh, throughout the rest of this season. But with Dallas on their heels, Pete, yeah, you know what what do what do the Predators have to do to keep from going to Colorado in the first round? Keep winning, and that's <laughs> I know it sounds very simplistic, but that's exactly what they have to do. So. The next challenge is Edmonton tomorrow night. They might be a little bit owly coming in here after a loss in their game last night. And uh, the Predators have not had a great deal of success in the last uh, number of games against Edmonton. They've gone 0-4-1 against them, their last five outings. So this is an Edmonton team that can cause an awful lot of damage. And uh, the games have been tight, but still the Oilers, with those fantastic scorers in uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl have been able to prevail over the course of the last uh, year and a half. The the problem with this schedule, Mo, the Oilers have more wins. The Blues have more wins. The Flames have more wins. 
The Lightning have more wins. The Wild have more wins. We play the Flames again. The Avalanche, of course, have more wins. Two of the remaining games this month do the Predators have against teams with worse records. But one, two, three, four, five, six of those games are at Bridgestone, including last night being the first of five in a row at home. So even though you you are playing teams that you are looking up at in terms of win totals, you you've got to make this home ice advantage work for you. Absolutely, that, there's no there's no question about that. And of those home games remaining, two are against Calgary, which I think has been the number two scourge team in the Western Conference, behind and sometimes even with Colorado. And they have one more game at home left with Minnesota. And we saw what Minnesota did last night to Edmonton. They play a heavy game. And they are a heavily skilled team as well. Speaking with Pete Weber, the voice of the Nashville Predators here on Main Street Sports today. Um, again, this next four games at home and as Nashville tries to make this final push and, and you say keep winning and, and yeah, it, it does sound simple, but they've definitely um, got their work cut out for them as Chris just pointed out. Certainly does not. It was certainly easier said than done. Yeah, <laughs> much easier said, as I think the case in all sports to be without question. <laughs> well, you know, home ice for these predators is has has been kind of their their go to. I mean, you you, yeah. you look at the historically, this team has played really well at Bridgestone because well. The fans show up and the fans make a difference. So you you've got to have that uh starting tomorrow night against these Oilers. Well, I'm gonna say continuing tomorrow night <laughs> against yes. the Oilers. They they have to do it that way. That that is and the Oilers are a club that have high level talent. They have added a few extra pieces around since then, but they still don't have the this is the Edmonton Oilers. Sometimes we got to question what they can accomplish on the defensive side of the game. Uh, it, one of the things that we talked about on this show, Pete, is when the Tennessee Volunteers went to Kentucky and mm-hmm. had a rough night, to say the least. And, you know, it, it certainly seems like sometimes when you're honoring your big time contributors throughout history. Your team seems to play a little bit better. Well, April 17th, they will honor Terry crisp and hopefully the Preds will play just a little bit better and take down the blues. That would be very nice. It's interesting because the blues are as far as Terry's personal history is concerned, where he got his first regular job in the NHL as an expansion team in 1967. He played there five years. The first three years, they went to the cup final, the way the league was set up then. They didn't win a game, but they were in the cup final, and Terry had just gone back to the bench before Bobby Orr scored his flying-through-the-air overtime goal, and then Blues coach Scotty Bowman had given Crispy the assignment of covering his homie, Robert Gordon Orr, so he was very thankful that he was on the bench when Bobby Orr <laughs> scored the cup winner. <laughs> Wasn't me. 
I had my man, as uh, as it was said, to uh, somebody after Willie Mays made the great catch in center field in the World Series. Don Liddell came in, left-hander, pitched against Vic Wirtz, and he got that 480-foot fly ball that Willie Mays was able to haul in miraculously. And then they made the change, and he goes, hey, I got my man. You you go ahead and get this next guy. Just a long out. <laughs> it's just a long, long out. Long out. That's it. Uh, throughout the rest of the month, uh, Pete, what what can uh, what what's going on in at Bridgestone that fans can be excited about? I, I know open house is later this month. Yeah. Uh, so what, what else is going on? What what can, what can we expect down on Broadway? Well, just honoring Terry on Sunday, and this is going to be a very emotional time for me because we were together every day at this outset of the franchise on radio and television. And uh, it's very difficult for me to imagine going in there and maybe Terry wouldn't be there that particular day because he is retired. I mean, uh, we have uh, had a great relationship over the years that grew greatly and quickly, almost instantaneously, because Jerry Helper, who was our director of communications and has just retired from the team, he had this instinct that the two of us would have pretty good chemistry. And I think probably Jerry should have been hired by the Dow chemical corporation after that one, because <laughs> it worked out extraordinarily well, still does to this point in time. So I'm really looking forward to the weekend. I hate to sound like I'm uttering coach speak to you, but I'm only, I'm only <laughs> thinking one honoring at a time. <laughs> well, Terry crisp, the, National Sports Media Association's Broadcaster of the Year to go along yes. with our very own Mo Patton, who is the uh, Sports Writer of the Year. So that's exciting, and uh, perhaps one day, Pete, uh, we'll we can we can honor Mo at the Preds game. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I mean, I, I thought that we were going to have even more people. I thought that we'd have quite the throng for the Sports Writer of the Year Award last year, Mo, that I was lucky enough to come over to the banquet for. Well, hopefully we will we will have a throng. I don't I don't know how much of a throng it'll be, but um I'm looking forward to that and and looking forward to hanging out with Crispy. That that in itself will be yes worth the price of admission. There's no question there. Uh Pete, before we let you go, just want yes. to uh to say, you know, we we appreciate you and uh and everything that you have done for us here at Main Street Sports today. It's it's been it's been a pleasure to hang out with you uh, throughout the season, and hopefully we'll get to get back with you uh, before and during the playoffs. Yeah, let's do something during the playoffs if we possibly can, and let's keep that going as long as we can. Uh, yes, they're, they're trying to get in, just get into it right now, but I'm not going to pull back on this one in 2017. Which team was the last team mm-hmm. to make the playoff field? And which That's team right. went to the cup final? Hey, just get in. That's right. Once, once you're there, anything can happen. Zero and zero, baby. Yeah. All you got to do right. is get, in, get into the playoffs. Pete, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, and uh, look forward to, to talking to you again soon. Thank you for the invitation. I really appreciate it, boys, and uh, keep on doing the great job on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this, this Predators team has been – a talk about lack of consistency. It's it's been kind of a weird year. You know, you know Joe Rex wrote of the Athletic had a nice article earlier this week. Maybe um 
Sunday or Monday, just talking about all of the individual accomplishments. And we've kind of talked about it here on the show, Mm -hmm. all of the individual accomplishments that, that the Preds have, have accounted for and the awards that they are probably going to be in consideration for once the season ends. But the, the team success that you would expect to go with that hasn't quite been there for whatever reason. And it's really kind of tough to put a finger on why. I think what we got was a lot of a lot of production out of those guys during that really long winning streak that the entire city of Nashville was <laughs> was having earlier in the year. But also, I mean, it, it just seems like they there have been some players who have been consistent all year, and and, and you see, perhaps getting his second wind now, mm-hmm. which is exactly what you've got to have for this team to be successful uh, throughout the rest of this month. Because again, this is going to be a difficult month uh, ahead. And we've we've seen him put this team on his back. We have seen him do that. And and that's the thing, but it's just like, man, you look at the schedule and you go, okay, if there's ever a team that's going to play to its competition, this team needs to do it right now. Mm -hmm. So, should be fun. All right, uh, let's uh, let's take a quick break, Mo, and uh, come back because you know Wild and Wacky Wednesday gets. I told you before the before before this last segment that uh, I've I've got some crazy ones. So it it's is a it's going to be wild and wacky. It's going to be a saying. lot of fun here in the next segment. So y'all stick around. Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint, comes back after this.